1: Welcome back to another edition of Faith on Fire. I'm Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. from the Community Church of God. And I'm Pastor Vince Haney from Raymond Word
2: of Faith Empowerment Ministries. Thank you for being with us again today. How are you doing today, Vince? You know I'm always blessed and highly favored. I can't lose with what I use. I'm anointed, too anointed to be disappointed, too blessed to be stressed. In Jesus' name, of
1: course. What's the scripture for the day?
2: You know what? We're going to talk about uh, what, kind of what we talked about last week, uh, talk about what Jesus talked about. Uh, we understand that in Mark chapter 1, verse 14 and 15, it says, Now after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. And the gospel is the good news that God's not mad at you. He's mad about you. The good news is what Jesus came bringing. And also, now with that, we're going to look at Matthew chapter 6, where Jesus summed this up right here. He summed everything up he was saying in chapter 6, starting at verse 24. But he ended at verse 33. He says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Now, these things, now, he talks about those things in the previous verses. He talks about, first, it starts off in verse 24. And, and again, I just want to say this as children of God, we've been redeemed, bought by the precious blood of Jesus. And the scripture says we're not our own anymore. We belong to him.
1: You so, know, and, and before you go on from there, I want we talked to somebody just before we came on the air who wasn't sure if they were saved, who wasn't sure if they were going to, we can be sure that we're going to heaven. We can be sure that we are a child of God. We got his word on it. And Amen. that's what I
2: say, when you don't when you're not confident, that's what faith is right there. Having confidence in what God said in his word. And when you're not confident or you're not sure, the Bible calls that over in James a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. You have to be sure of The truth of God's word. When he says it, that's what he meant. And you have to put faith in that. Okay, God, you said that. I believe it. That's it. I don't care how I feel. So back to the verse here. And it starts here. We're going to pick it up in uh, verse 24. And this is where this is this kingdom God was Jesus was talking about. He says, and no one can serve two masters. uh Oh, For either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. Then he went and said, you cannot serve God and mammon. And then he went on to say in verse 25, therefore, I say to you. and Now, this is Jesus, the master, teaching our Lord and Savior. He said, do not worry about your life. We just said we were bought with a price, bought with the precious blood of Jesus. We're not our own. He said, don't worry about your life, what you would eat or what you would drink or about your body, what you would put on. Is not life more than food and a body more than clothing? And and, and remember, I remember last week we were talking about how Christians always worried about things. And we referenced oh, the man, scripture you in Philippians. Oh, we worry about our
1: health, worry about our money, worry about relationships, worry about everything. And then we worry about other people's stuff.
2: Right, right. <laughs> and and we, we referenced that scripture in Philippians last week where he says, be anxious for nothing, but in all things with prayer and supplication, let your requests be made to God. And he said, think on these things. Well, think on the things that God told you to think on, not about all that other stuff. He just told you don't worry about your yeah, life. Yeah, but if I don't worry about it, who will? The master just said, remember, what? which, which one are you going to serve? You can't serve two, <laughs> Richard. you got to serve one. Well, the one that said don't worry about your life, I, I, I decided to serve that one. If he said, Vince, don't worry about your life, what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, uh, what you're going to wear. But he went on to say it. He said something about the birds of the air. for They neither sow nor reap. Or gather into barns, yet your heavenly father, he made it personal. He says, Your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? I'ma say yes I am, because I'm a child of the most high God. That's a rhetorical say, yeah. question. Yeah, right, right, right. There. <laughs> I'm gonna say yes, yeah, I'm gonna say yes and amen to that. I am more valuable than they. Then go on, look at verse twenty seven. Which of you by worrying, <laughs> Richard, can add one cubit to his stature?
0: Or, uh, you, or
1: as the NIV says, who of you by wearing can add a single hour to his life.
2: You can't. Actually, you're going to take some hours away from your life. <laughs> right. Okay, now look what it says, verse 28. So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, they how they grow. They neither toil nor span. Verse 29, and yet I say to you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed array like one of these. He's is one of these. He's talking about one of us who received Jesus as Lord and Savior. He said, if he took care of Solomon, we know Solomon, God took care of him real good. He said, I have that same care for you. I'll take care for you guys like that. Now, again, we as children of God have to believe what God said.
1: Yeah, and and that's where we come to the rub, because it is so easy for us as people to worry. It's easy for people, even Christians, and you've talked to them, I've talked to them, we, we all know them, where they're believers And yet somehow what the word says hasn't translated to their life in the sense that, yes, I know that it says I'm not to worry, but Jesus really didn't know how many things I'd have to worry about because I got to worry about my kids. I got to worry about my job. I got to worry about I got a lot to worry about Well,
2: Jesus. He he know God knows that. That's why he says, cast all your cares upon him.
1: He for says, he cares and for he you. still said, do not worry. <laughs>
2: my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He says, come learn of me. Well, let's continue with this scripture. Look at verse 30. It says, now if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you? Oh, ye a little faith. Uh-oh. Oh, ye a little trust, confidence, reliance in what he said in his word. Remember, this broadcast is called Faith on Fire. It's designed to ignite your faith on fire. And the only way your faith is going to be ignited on fire, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Well, we just heard the word of God, and he's telling us the promises. It says in 1 Peter, he's giving us exceeding great and precious promises. And he says they're found in the knowledge of God. So in the knowledge of God, is found in the word of God. So as I go through the scriptures and I find all these good promises, He'll never leave me nor forsake me. He'll always cause me to triumph. He's always give me the victory. Now, I got to put faith in that. Not only that, I got to allow that to be planted in the good ground of my heart, and I got to start speaking that. I got to start meditating on that. Think, remember, think on these things. I got to start thinking on that. And as I start thinking on that, guess what's that's going to happen? That's going to transform me by the renewing of my mind. Because guess what? As a man think it or believes in his heart, guess what, Richard? So is he. That's the scripture. So whatever I think, if I think I'm a loser, guess what? I'm right. But if I think I'm a winner, if I think greater is he that's in me, I'm right. So let's keep reading. Look. Therefore, do not worry. saying. Oh, that's what people do. They worry. They they say they tell you. They, they let you know they worry. Because when you see them, they, they start doing an a, a organ recital. <laughs> and they want you to join in. <laughs> or to get the old violin. They want you to join in with the violin. Get the violin, Richard, and, uh, and have this pity party with me. So they, they start saying something. And remember, the Bible says a good man out of good treasures of his heart bring forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasures of his heart bring forth evil things. So whatever planted in your heart in abundance, you're going to speak out of your mouth. So that's why you say in verse 34, do not worry, saying, because people that worry, they're going to verbalize it, saying what? What shall we eat or what shall we drink? Or how am I going to pay these bills or this, that, and the other? They're they're whining. And we know the children of Israel, they got their wine on, and God was not happy with them. Same today. He's not happy when we whining, so let's not whine. So look what he says, what shall we wear? Now look what Jesus says for verse 32. after all these things the gentiles seek and that represents people who are not in the covenant we're covenant we've been blood bought blood washed and and redeemed so he said they seek that he said look for your heavenly father he didn't made it personal your heavenly father knows that you need all these things he said daddy knows what you need you have children you know what they need you when they were little, you knew what they needed before they asked. And God knows everything. He said He knows what you need, but He says, but He says, but do this. And this is for the church. But seek first. We talked about this earlier before the broadcast. Seek first. A lot of Christians are seeking third, fourth, and fifth the kingdom of God. We just mentioned it today about this ten days. It's Monday night. So what's going to prevail? The ten day of prayer worship tonight, or Monday night football? <laughs> I thought he said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. Now these same people that's going to be watching football. They got a lot of issues going on, a lot of things, but they rather put their faith in, in Monday night football than, than the one that can save. because when you having a coronary, you can't call on those NFL players. Ain't none of them going to be there, but, but you're, you cry out to Jesus. And Jesus is like, okay, well, I asked you to do this. I asked you to show up and, and, and be in unity with the rest of the body of Christ. But, you were over here. Remember, I just read it this morning. Friendship with the world is enmity against God. So he's saying, if you love the world so much... Remember, you can't serve two masters. If you love the world more than you love me, he's like, I ain't cool with that. It's just like your wife. We're both of us married. I can't say I love my wife and never spend any time. <laughs> we can't do it, Richard. Somebody ain't going to be happy. Right. And when mama ain't happy... <laughs> Nobody's happy. There you go right there. So, again... That's God's priority. He says, come and make love to me, abode with me. Jesus said, abide in me and I abide in you. And you can ask what you will. So that's what he wants us to do. He wants, and again, you can't separate God and his word. Him and his word are one, just like you, Richard, you and your word is one. If you tell me Vince, I'm going to be there in Chapman town at the Salvation Army for that. I expect you to be there because you gave me your word on it. And you know, back in the day, they didn't really have contracts. They, they, well, they just shook hands. They gave their word and they shook on it. Now we got to get lengthy contracts with all kind of verbiage in it to, to make you perform what you said you was going to do.
1: And then I got to look at it and see how I can get out of it. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I don't want to well, do Well, it.
2: God didn't do that with Abraham. The Bible says Abraham believed God. They didn't write up a contract or nothing and sign it. Abraham just believed God and it was what? Accounted him for righteousness. Remember, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And that's something I learned over the years. I've been born again for 13 years. I've learned to seek first God's way of doing things. That's what the kingdom means, God's way of doing things. And the scripture says in Proverbs 3, 5, in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. He didn't say in some of your ways, in all of your ways. I just had a a car issue just the other day, and I and I could go different directions, and I say, you know what? I'm going to ask God for His wisdom. What direction should I go concerning this vehicle? And we probably think God's not concerned about your mechanical issues on your car, but yes, He does. Just like and you told me with your daughters when they have an issue with their car, who they call? Yeah,
0: Triple A. No,
2: they call you. Yeah, you Triple A, Triple D. They call Triple D, Triple Daddy, and you, 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 right there. So God's concerned about every aspect of our life. So I saw God. I say, God, give me your wisdom for what I should do concerning the, the mechanical issue concerning this vision. You know,
1: you bring up another point here, and that is that there's no aspect of our life that is too big for God, and there's no aspect of our life that's too small for God. I was on a church mission. It must have been almost 20 years ago now. We're going over the grapevine, and the van we're in dies, and we're out in the middle of nowhere, and must have been even more than 20 years ago because this is a day when nobody had cell phones. So, I mean, somebody's going to be walking or something. And we thought, you know what? We're going to pray over this van. Now, a lot of people would have thought, oh, praying over Foolish. a van, that makes Foolish no people. sense. We we gathered around that van and prayed over that van and that van started right up. And God cared about our van not running on the side of the road and other, and it'd been easy to say, well, God doesn't care about that or God can't fix vans oh, God. or God doesn't I'm that reminded today. that all things with God, nothing is impossible. But well, see, God performed miracles two thousand years ago in the Bible, and people think, "Well, that was for then." No, no, no. He, he doesn't be- do that anymore. No, he performed one in my life yesterday. He does in everybody's Every day, life. That's what
2: I'm saying. But I wanted to say something. On you guys said you prayed over that vehicle. Well, you prayed in faith. When I say you, prayed we in believed faith, it was going to start. You believed it was going to start. That's why you did it. We believe, therefore, we speak. You believe, therefore, you spoke over that vehicle. You prayed, and you got what you expected to get. The vehicle start. And you guys went on your merry way, right? We did. And God got all the glory.
1: He did. (laughs) Actually, I'll tell you what's really weird. That same trip, we're going down the road, and there was three vans. We're in the second one. We see the, And in Mexico, you don't want to get in a wreck because things aren't very good in Mexico. Even if you got insurance. We saw the van in front of us get, like, sideswiped. And so it's like, uh uh-oh. We get up there. And there's not a mark on it. There's not a mark on the other car. Angels. And and we believe that God supernaturally, because I saw the car. I actually saw the van move after it was hit. He's giving his angels charge over you. still was not a mark on it. See, the Word of
2: God tells you that. That's why He says, Seek first the kingdom. There's an uh, invisible realm. It's called the spiritual realm. It actually exists. The
1: supernatural is all around us.
2: Right. And the scripture says, Oh, in Ephesians, He's blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. So, and He's given His angels charge over us, and they keep us in all our ways. So,
1: God, see, in America, we're we're too scientific for that. We're we're beyond that superstitious mumbo jumbo. We back say. to the verse here in
2: verse twenty four: You can't serve God. You can't serve two masters. Either you're going to rely on this kingdom Jesus came preaching about that God established, or you're going to
1: rely on intellect. And somebody's right now going, so you guys trying to tell me there's angels still around doing God's will? Yeah, I got yeah. them protecting me. <laughs> Man, I should have been dead after
2: all the accidents and and, and bullets that came my way. I should have been dead, but God is going to preserve you till he says so. He knows when you're supposed to check out. He's not going to let you check out a day sooner. Especially if he has an assignment for you. You're going to complete your assignment. So uh, with that said, I just wanted to talk about What does it look like to seek first the kingdom? A lot of people like the kingdom. And Jesus, remember we talked about that last time in Luke, I believe it was 17. He says, the Pharisees asked him when this kingdom was going to come. And he said, you won't be able to say, look, there it is, or it's over here, over there. He said, it's inside of you. So that's that kingdom. Well, it's inside of you through the Holy Spirit and through God's word, his promises. That's where that kingdom resides at in the inside of us. And that's what we lean to in those tough times. Actually, we lean to it in, in all times. Remember, in all your ways, acknowledge
1: him. Although in prosperity, I think prosperity is a problem for America because we are so well off. We we don't have to, most Americans don't have to pray and ask God how they're going to get their next meal. They, they know. It's in the refrigerator. Well, you know what,
2: Richard, as you just said that, I thought about the children of Israel going into the promised land. God told them one thing. He says in Deuteronomy 8.18, he said, and you shall remember the Lord your God. Lord, it is He who gives you power to get well. He said, "Now, when I go over, here, send y'all over here to this land that's formed with milk and honey. Don't forget me."
1: Well, see, and that's what I think. That's kind of what we did. we we're in the land of milk and honey. The, the Book of Judges, when you when I read it, what happens is the way way I see it, and you know, to paraphrase it, they would ha- have prosperity, things would be going great. They would get what I call fat, dumb, and happy, and all of a sudden they'd forget God, and so God would say, "Well, I'm going to have to bring some kind of." thing to you, and it was usually somebody would invade them, somebody would destroy their crops, and all of a sudden they would cry out to God and ask Uh, for What nation does that sound like now? Well, because we are so well off. Most Americans, as I say, we don't pray about where we're going to get our next meal. We don't pray about where we're going to find a roof over our head. We don't pray about those things because we've already got those things established. And so because of that, we kind of think it's easy Well, I'm doing all right. I'm doing well. Well, What do I really need God for? And we see lots of people in America living that way. Back to
2: the seek ye first the kingdom. The Bible says this. This is God's way right here. Be thankful in all things. In all your ways, acknowledge him. So I'm going to be, and he says, be content in no matter what state you're in. So when I'm eating my meal, and this is what I do, and this is what we're supposed to teach people to do. When we're partaking of a meal, we're to thank the Lord for that meal. That's another way of acknowledging him. Thank you, Lord, for providing.
1: The clothes on your back. God
2: right, right. uh,
1: provided you. for you. Well, you know, and it's just, that that's, what's, that's what it means to be humble. And people will say, no, I worked hard for this. I, 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 I worked no, hard for no, this. Well, My family's got this nice house because I worked hard. My no, family has these clothes because you know, I worked hard. My family God, has this Game Boy because I worked God hard. If God didn't give you breath, you wouldn't even get up in the morning. Right. See, and that's what we forget. Everything you have is a gift of God. The breath you have, the health you have. If you have a job, you have the ability to make a lot of money. You got that as a gift from God. If you have brain power that allows you to do you got that from God. If you have the physical ability to do something, you got that from God. Right, right. And so people, when they say, oh, I work hard for this, I did this on my own, no you didn't. Everything you well, have comes from God. And now you just you just violated scripture. He
2: says, "Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God or or submit to God. A- acknowledge him in all your ways." You keep you're not acknowledging him, you're acknowledging you. And that's back to seek ye first the kingdom. God's people, kingdom folk are grateful. They're grateful for what Ever state therein.
1: Rejoice. Count it all joy when -hmm. you face tribulations. I told somebody yesterday, count it all joy, James says. Paul says in all things rejoice. He says, I say it again, rejoice. We are to rejoice. We are to have joy in every situation, no matter what it will be.
2: Yep. So back to the seek ye first. That's that's the subject. We got to stay on subject here. Seek ye first. Again, what does that look like? And and I'm going to try to cram it down in this. It's doing things God's way. And again, how can I where can I find God's way of doing things? I can always find that in his word. So once I put that word in front of me, it, the scripture says it's called his word is called the perfect law of liberty. It's like a mirror. It says over there in James, don't just be hearers of the word only, but doers. It said if you're a hearer and not a doer, you're deceiving yourself. You're like a man who looks at himself in a mirror and goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was or what kind of person he what he looks like. So that's and that's in our daily lives. And, and I always tell people this. Life is going to always give you an opportunity to prove what that good and perfect and acceptable will of God is. Because life is going to happen. And you're going to have a, this, the spirit-filled, my renewed Christian, or any Christian. You're going to have an opportunity to, do, to be a doer of the word of God. Cause Every I, day. Yeah, even with, from forgiveness to giving. To just thinking, having the mind of Christ. See, to me,
1: seeking first is believing God. Yeah, believing God, God and not, but not I'm just believing, and, and I'm acting on it. Right, but when I when I use believe, there is the action word. Right, right. You include believe them. God. I'm yeah. gonna do what I'm gonna believe in. I'm gonna do it because
2: remember my example about starving to death in, in Safeway in a grocery store. You can believe that if I go eat this food, I won't starve to death. But you can starve to death in, the, in a grocery store by believing it, but not acting on it. Okay. If you never go over there and open up a bag of chips so we have so to I can
1: read Do Not Worry and worry every day. And, and
2: we know people they know the scripture. They'll say, Oh I know that, I heard that before, but well, why aren't you doing it then? So now my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge they hearing the word, but they're not doing it. And I know it says
1: that I'm supposed to think about what's good and pure and true, and noble, well, but I'm about, not going to. <laughs> and I know
2: you ain't thinking about that because I hear what's coming out of your mouth. You done told me all the all the negative stuff, all the worries. You ain't said nothing about what God said. You didn't say he will keep those in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him because they trust in him. You didn't tell you, wait on the Lord, those who wait on him will mount up with wings of eagle. We read that last week. So that's what it means to seek first the kingdom of God. Meaning it's to declare what thus said the Lord.
1: And then believe it.
2: Yeah, believe it and then speak it. The scripture says we believe, therefore we speak. And then, and, and act on it. And, and part of acting on it is speaking it. But but go do some of those things and you'll see God will show up. Just like with this 10 days of prayer, uh, citywide prayer, worship, and, and fasting. You know, God's calling the, the church the whole United States is participating in this. But look how many people are showing up. But they say, Lord, we want revival. We want to see you manifest in our lives. Well he said, Well will seek first. Well We'll do me first. Come and, and acknowledge me, but we want to do all it is, but Lord, he's like, No, you don't you don't even enjoy being around me. You don't and when I say being around me, doing the things of God. I see a lot of Christians, they in again in this nation we live in, we have all these distractions and I call them weapons of mass uh Distraction. We got all these distractions, like tonight. We got a weapon of mass. That's a weapon of mass distraction that's coming on tonight, and nothing against football, but which one are you going to put your faith in? Which one are you going to go after first? So anyway, we got to keep our eyes fixed and focused on Jesus because he said he will keep you in perfect peace. And again, it's back to the Word of God. You got to stay connected to the Word of God. Jesus said something about the Word. He said His Spirit and His life, and it's the truth.
0: See, so,
1: so everybody has a choice every day. So something bad happens in your life. Now I have a choice. Am I going to worry, or am I going to believe God? Mm-hmm. Am I going to think about what's negative about this, or am I going to think about what's good and pure and true and noble? My neighbor says or does something I don't like. Am I going to think about negative things, or am I going to think about what's good and pure and true and noble? excellent or praiseworthy and so every day we get choices to make about are we going to believe god does god when god says to bring everything to him in prayer and thanksgiving and then he will give you the peace that passes all does he really mean that we have to decide that for ourselves and so if i don't bring it to him you're not seeking you're not not seeking for it and i'm not going to get the peace i talk to people every day say man i sure wish i had peace like Sister so-and-so or brother so-and-so or somebody else. And and then you talk to him a little longer and you find out that, yeah, I prayed about it, but then I started worrying again.
2: Well, you didn't cast it on him. Because if I cast all my cares on him, if I cast you my cares, Richard. Yeah,
1: but then I take them back. See, that's what they do. You didn't
2: say that in his words.
1: Well, of course he did. But, you know, that's what happens to people. They give it to him. And then as soon as they give it to him, they (laughs) take it back. You know what? I've learned once I give it to him,
2: let him keep it. But before we go off, how long we got? we got about a minute and a half. we got a minute and a half before we leave. Uh, I want to just make it an opportunity to get this great book by a new friend of ours called, his name is Drake Travis. He authored a book called Healing Power, Voice Activated. Discover today how your words bless, heal, and restore. And the scripture has a lot to say about words. It says death and life is in the power of the tongue. Over in James, he tells us how to Uh, With our mouth, with our tongue, we can bless or curse. So he wrote this awesome book called Healing Power, Voice Activated. You know, how your words bless, heal, and restore. And we want to make this book available to our listening audience for a donation of any amount to Faith on Fire. And you can send that donation or that love offering to Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927. And we'll rush you this book called Healing Power, Voice Activated, Discover today how your words bless, heal, and restore. You can speak life of your life. I think the prophet, God told the prophet uh, to prophesy over those bones, speak to those dry bones. So again, that's part of seeking first the kingdom, learning that your words have power in their spirit and their life.
1: See, and and people need to remember that God still heals today. Mm -hmm. It it goes back to what I said earlier in the show, that sometimes people think that all this stuff was for 2,000 years ago when the Bible was written. That Mm. God, God, yeah, God did things in Peter's life. He did things in Paul's life. He did things that that the disciples saw, all kinds of great things, but, but it's not for today. He doesn't heal people today. He doesn't do any of those kind of things that we used to see in the Bible all the time. That is a lie from the pit of hell. God is still on the throne. Uh He is still doing all the things that he did in the Bible. People are still being saved. (laughs) Lives are still being changed. People are still being healed. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever.
2: So don't be be an oh ye a little faith. Believe God. Believe his word and watch him. And uh, before we leave, I just want to remind everybody to keep walking by faith. And remember, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God.
1: Amen. We'll see you later on Faith on Fire.
0: If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we ask that you consider sending a love offering to Faith on Fire. P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927, which allows this broadcast to continue in your local area. Again, that's Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927. Please join us next time on this great station for more Faith on Fire.